Express. So we're, we're at Angel Stadium. There's no Panda Express. And she goes, no, look. She's like five at the time. She points way across the field, and there's a Panda Express. Like, on the other <laughs> side of the fucking stadium. So, we get back out of... Now, now the game's still going, right? Mm -hmm. So, we go, and then every goddamn motherfucker wanted Panda Express that same game. <laughs> so, we sit in this line from hell, right? So, the time that we sit in our seat, it's literally like the fifth inning, oh, yeah, right? And I'm bummed. <laughs> it's like 5-0, right? Griffin takes one or two bites. and goes, I'm done. Like, I'm mad, right? I'm, I'm fuming. The game's out of control. I have all these asshole fans around me. Someone from Cleveland hits a home run, right? And this one guy who's a Cleveland fan takes the Beanie Baby and starts ripping it, like, the stuffing out, like, kind of like we did with the... the Griffin's Beanie Baby? No, no, just a one oh, that he got because oh, okay. it was like a free giveaway, right? And he goes to sit down, and I take her Panda Express, and I just lift it up and, like, chuck it. Now, you know... At certain times in your manhood, that when you're doing something, you can't stop it, and you know this is a bad decision. So it was like all in slow motion, oh, no. going, "This is wrong." And so now I'm hoping it doesn't hit him. Like I have all this time going in my head, and it hits him oh. right in the back of the head. Oh, right? No. So it's on his head. Oh, no. Like the 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 noodles are like he's like some like rabbi now and he's drunk as shit so he stands up and he looks up and he still has it like he hasn't <laughs> taken it off his head and when he stands up I realize that he's a lot bigger <laughs> than I remember when he was just ripping out the the stuff he goes oh the fuck dude I'm gonna fuck you up so in my head I'm thinking yep Griffin's gonna watch her dad get his ass kicked right <laughs> so I all this is on my head and I go I, and then I'm like this and I go to get up and then I kind of look up at him and he sits down and I stand up and I'm kind of like I'm ready to go right and I kind of turn around and like 50 angel fans like stood up right behind me no okay oh my so gosh <laughs> all right so we'll get you inside you know you'll basically will be an extra if it works great if it don't let's get some candy in the bags Okay, so happy. Um, give, me a, out the way it did. give me an art department. Vika, can you get the trick-or-treat bags and fill them up full of the candy? And get with Chris. We're going to need the um, the Dr. Frank school butter zombie bars on the fly. In what pack do we want it? Yeah, we can have one that's ready to be open. Okay, uh, okay, like the chocolate. Okay, the chocolate sells too. But I need the Dr. Frank, so when I have a whole bag full. So, in which bag? Who's gonna carry? Just come up with, um, like five of them or so. That are open at the That are open, where he could just unwrap it real quick and put it in Lawrence's bag. Пожелаю всем хорошего вечера. Так прекрасно работать. И вообще все замечательные люди. This is the sound of the gloves squeaking and squeaking. We are here with Captain Phil Yoshin on our way to the Valley Cruise Show. 
at Cronin's. Oh, my God, we've just arrived. So before we arrive, he just got back from New York. And what areas were you visiting, Phil? I was in Manhattan. Did you use any of the subways? Oh, yeah, every single day. Did you get one of those passes that lets you, like, you pay for it for, like, a week or whatever, and you can, or you know a what? daily or something like that? I got, I just refilled my Metro card a couple times because I couldn't find the unlimited card on the thing for some reason. I don't know why, but I couldn't find it. I found it surprising when I was there visiting that the map looks like things are farther away than they actually are. Did you notice that? Yeah. Well, the island itself is only, what, like three miles wide and about 13 miles long? Man, it's just so hugely surprising. Yeah. I was going down to the first Barnes & Noble ever, and it looked like it was going to take a long time. And I walked there, and before I knew what I was doing, I was already there. And I'm like, what the hell? Here I am. So, ladies and gentlemen, we just arrived here at the locale, and we'll talk to more later. Oh, sure. Actually, yeah. Here. Then let me... You know what? I'll leave these things in here, then. It's 11.09 a.m. We are out here with the Yachtly Crew guys. They're hanging a banner, a huge Yachtly Crew banner. <laughs> huge banner here. So if you happen to come out to this show in Simi Valley, cronies. This banner is huge. It's actually the first time that we've hung the banner. Large, large banner. Large banner. Wowzers. Oh my gosh, people are already showing up wearing their Yachtly Crew shirts. 
wearing their uh, sailor hats. Oh my god, this is nuts. Oh my god, I think it's Christopher. Christopher. It's Christopher Julian. He shows up to a lot of our shows. He came out to uh, Denver. He came out to Denver to see us. First time I met him, he was... Uh, uh, Viper Room. So if you if you guys were with me uh, when I was out there in Denver, and if you guys were with me out there in Denver, um, then you heard that. I'm having a tricky time with this banner. He looks like him. Uh, maybe it's not. That's the sound of a plastic uh, cup like fur. Maybe you could clamp, Rob, maybe you could clamp that end up Is that why you're propping it up? Oh, am I on the Inspirado projector? Right? <laughs> yes. Nice. The Inspirado projector. Yes. Is this on your? Is this the Inspirado? Boom. Dude. Is this the Inspirado podcasto? Yes, it is. Oh. Yes, sir. We're gonna have to pull that drum out. The drums have to come off. Drums have to come off. We're gonna have to pull the drums down first. All right. More later. My buddy Eric Kleinberg, my brother Eric Kleinberg, who I grew up with in the Chicagoland area, um, he's my buddy who <clears throat> we'd, we'd explore coincidences, synchronicities, all those amazing magics of the universe. And it's through him that we actually came up with the, or that he came up with the phrase, he goes, I know the perfect phrase we can use. For all of the coincidences, the serendipity. Hey, some drums in the back. Uh, all, all of the, uh, <laughs> all of the, all of the, all of those magics of the universe. And he goes, you know what? I figured out what to call it, usu. And I said, what is usu? And he said, ubiquitous serendipity, serendipitous ubiquity. So we took that as our personal name. So from now on, when you hear me say Usu, I'm talking about ubiquitous serendipity, serendipitous ubiquity. Usu. That then became an entire philosophy, which I will slowly dole out to you. And most mostly my future self, so he remembers this stuff. We're in the process of writing a book. Me, myself, and I. The three of us are writing a book. 
sound man just arrived, Chris. He's our buddy who went to uh, Denver with us. And and I was just looking at Eric's. And Eric has been, you know, a professional photographer. Going going around. I'm gonna say hello to Chris really quick. Oh, it's so great you're here, man. Chris is amazing. This guy's been on tour with Fishbone. All these guys. Which is so crazy because he and I had an in-depth discussion about Fishbone when we were in Denver, and now Yachtly Crew is going to be playing at that Rodeo and Surf Festival that Fishbone is going to be at. Oof. So, Eric, my buddy Eric Kleinberg, EBK Photo, EBK Photography, Eric Benjamin Kleinberg, he has been a professional photographer for many years. He he lives between sometimes Amsterdam, sometimes Holland, sometimes who oh, is Amsterdam in, in Holland? I don't know. Just goes to show you my geography. But he's all over the world. I always look at his Instagram and he's always got some new place that he's at and he's recently in Chicago and there's this picture, this is the point I'm trying to get to here is that there's a picture of these people just sleeping on benches, just out there in the open. And he said, if you're tired, just kick your shoes off and sleep anywhere. And it's a guy, and I'm, and it looks like, you know, maybe a guy and his wife. <clears throat> and they're just sleeping out there in, in the city. And I think that takes a lot of trust, doesn't it? Because when you're sleeping, you're the most vulnerable that you ever would be. So what? What? Oh God! Yes, please. Chicago. You're from Chicago? Cleveland. Dude. Close enough. Cleveland. Close enough. He's got the Midwest accent. Yeah. Oh yeah. Same accent. Oh yeah. So you reckon you recognize the accent? Yeah, yeah, he said. He, he, said yeah. he said near Chicago, and I said, "Oh, oh we that's know a guy great. Who knows a guy? Oh, that's great. We know a guy who knows a guy. Right. Oh, yeah. Right. Are we on the podcast right yeah, now. Yeah, we are. Close. He's running a podcast. Yeah. I was saying some words to myself, and I thought I'd bring it over here. You're not wanted by the FBI or the police or. No, it's impressive. No, I've. Men in black or anything. No, that's impressive. <laughs> I've, cleared, I've cleared FBI background check by about. Ten times. Very wow. good. Very good. That's Made better it. than me. They even like wanted to know about my uh, kindergarten class I took. Are you serious? That's crazy. They, the FBI calls me up one day and asks, <laughs> how do you spell St. Bernadette's? Oh, my God. I was like, I don't know. I was in kindergarten. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, hold on a minute. So, yeah. Okay, St. Bernadette's. B-E-R. That's awesome. Well, All thank right. God you're legal to talk on this podcast. Yeah, I don't want to be. I want to be off legal. Oh, I know, yeah, usually I have my mic. Have mic I know, usually I do, because it really captures all the atmosphere. But this time I was just talking like, right, close to oh, I hope it picked up half of what we said then, because I, I hope so. I could be thrown in jail for that. That's true, that's true. My name, is Tom, the podcast, my name is Tommy Gardner, by the way. Who's, I have watching, seen, so. <laughs> Who's watching us? A bunch of people in Japan? Yeah, yeah, we're huge in Japan. I can imagine. <laughs> I, I can see why. Huge in Japan and, and, and huge in Chinatown, Los Angeles. Yes. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, yeah. Nice. I'm, like my I'm huge in Japan's. <laughs> That's right. Okay, and I'm over here now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> in Japan's. <laughs> in Japan's. What time do you guys go on at? Uh, I think 3 o'clock today. And there's a band doing 80 songs before us. 
Oh wow! Yeah, but it's it's basically our band. It's Chaz and Rob, right, right. and this guy. So you guys had a good time in uh, Denver, huh? It was awesome. Man. I couldn't believe I we sold out. That was so really, crazy. Yeah, never I played there before. Out to capacity. How? Unbelievable. It is, isn't it? Yeah. It's like you just showed up off the plane and you're like, all right, here we face, are. The Facebook ads, man, they work. It was great too because we went through the airport. Remember that when Paulie Paulie was in his uh, wheelchair. I heard playing his saxophone, rolling out in his sax. Middle all these college kids. Yeah, yeah, and it was just echoing, echoing through the place. And so there was just yeah, a whole bunch of these college kids. They're all like applauding him. And oh man, it was just so great. So so triumphant. That's and we all dressed up like that when we hopped on the plane too. Chris was telling me. Oh man, because we're neighbors. I know these guys. Ever and ever. It's a real, this is a great guy. It's amazing. I mean, he knows all the boards. He knows all the technology. Yeah, he, he, Wherever he we go, we know he that he's better. like, he he's got it. He better for all the people he's worked for. Yeah, and if he doesn't, he pretends really well. Yeah, because he still somehow makes it sound good. When I first saw you guys at Bombay's, man, the sound was just. Uh oh. No bueno? No bueno. Mm. Uh, but you guys tuned it in, got it all. Well, Bombay's is hard to. Was it Robin? What was it? Nah, I don't want to get anybody in trouble. Are we podcasting? <laughs> Remember, I, I All the Japanese wanna... are going to hear what you're saying. <laughs> Somehow it'll get played back, though. Listen, man. Oh, yeah, yeah. Listen, yeah. Oh, yeah. 20 years from now, it so finds its way back to you. <laughs> A blurb. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, the youngster was trying real hard. <laughs> the youngster was trying real hard. But too much was going on in, in the nerd world. The dials. Well, plus, I mean, there's, you know, holy cow. Some of these guys have in-ears. They got cordless the situations. There, right. There's all these microphones. I can only imagine how crazy the, that must be for a sound person. The best show I've ever seen was these, they brought these young kids in for the surf rodeo. Oh, nice. And they were all, they're excellent. The drummer, they had to put them up on blocks to get them up into the Wow. Oh, like I mean, young, was, young kids, huh? Yeah, like At the surf graders. rodeo festival? Yes. They holy bring, holy. They let them come play Sunday morning like the first few Bands. Wow. So Chris and them are on the board, and the kids are up on stage, and the mom, of course, is, you know, hey, 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 it's got to be this way and this way and that way, and and they're just sitting there going, looking at her, ma'am, just step away. We're going to make it sound great. <laughs> just step away. It's going to be easier. Just kind of go over there. So they're on stage, and the kid's trying to plug his, his guitar in. And you know how they sound on the stage, and they're talking to him on the mic, and he's looking around like God's talking to him. Oh, wow. He didn't really, he's like, and they're all going, we're over here. Oh, my God. In the he's wondering where the voice is coming from, yeah, right? Because they were asking him, you know, what he had for his pickup. and you know, what, He's like, who he, do I answer? And he's like looking around. So then they started just, like, giving a, a class. Oh. Education and helped them. And Incredible. The stagehand guy went over, and, you know, he was... It's amazing you're bringing up the surf rodeo because I was just well I was just talking over there to my to this yeah, about the fact we're playing surf rodeo and what's so crazy is I've had lengthy conversations with Chris about the fact that he's gone on tour with Fishbone doing their sound and now we're going to be playing the surf rodeo and Fishbone's going to be there. Wouldn't it be crazy if Chris does our sound and he's like, "Hey, what's up, Fishbone buddies?" That would be awesome. The surf rodeo, man. It's a great. That's July or August. July. July. Huh? I've never been there. It's like a pretty, a pretty. Yeah. Big, big event. You're right on the beach. Oh my God, that must be great. You're right on the, on the beach. beach. Yep. I mean, literally, the waves rolling right up to the stage. Really? Yeah, That's cool. incredible. It is. 
So, so, so would our backs be to the uh, to no, the water? No, you're like looking at them. You're side. We're looking at the water. No, no, not looking, but parallel. Uh, I don't know how do you say it. Across the beach. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. There's two stages. Oh, okay. One goes and then the other one goes. So when one is done, the other one starts right. Oh, up. good. Okay, cool. So they're not playing like at the same time. There are like 23 bands that roll through there. Oh my God, that's insane. I know. It I saw is. that the postcard. There's just a buttload of bands up there. Like 23. It's such a smart thing to do because you know sometimes they have these festivals and there are two different stages going on. And you're like, oh my gosh, these guys no, are playing. One these ends guys. and the other one starts. That's such a brilliant idea. Such Last a good year idea. they did side by side stages. What? How the on heck the do you beach. even pay attention to that? Well, the first day those poor guys, man, they, they were just befuddled. But on the Sunday, they had it down perfect. All the oh. wireless mics, oh, that's everything. Great. Oh my gosh! But you can't do sound checks. Because one band ends. Oh shoot! And the stage no is right way. Next to it. Oh god! Okay, I don't know what like, the heck we're this gonna is do. like we resume got... stuff. Oh my god! You need to put this on a resume because I don't think there's too many people in the world who pull this one off. Oh my god! On the beach. Jeez. Well, you'll see when you're there. You're on and the we beach. Usually, our sound checks sometimes take a long time to right, try to right, get right. every little thing so dialed the, in. The, you know? pro- the problem was, you know, that you got to play two songs for the first sound check. Right? Oh yeah, yeah. But they had it found. Everybody was. So by the time they're done with their couple of songs, yeah, they, kinda, they, they realize. On far. Sunday, they had it down to a science. Oh my God! Wireless mics, the whole thing, because the incredible. MC and all that. I, I gotta, I gotta check it out. I can't. It, I mean, well, cool, we're gonna be there. Cool I can't gig. wait to see what that's all about. I mean, it's just. Nuts. Hey, when you know when you guys are playing? Uh, no, I'm but vote, you know what? I, I want you to close on Saturday night. You know what? I'm gonna I'm get that postcard. I'm gonna get that postcard. Saturday night? That would be... God, that would be awesome. I have the... Uh, oh, yeah. Surf Rodeo. I got that card in here. Take a look at who these bands are. Um, Let's see here. Oh, here we go. So these are just the names you're saying. Um... But look at we're pretty high up on a list. Look how crazy that is. Yeah, but that blows my mind. Why? How crazy JD is it? JD loves you guys. Like look how close what we are to these guys. JD's does it JD who's, from the Surf Rodeo? You know, I didn't meet really that guy, you. but I saw a guy wearing a Surf Rodeo T-shirt when we were at Borderline. He's the uh, owner of it. Are you serious? JD is. Yeah. Holy moly! Remember, remember it, last year I had that? He's a really good guy. That's amazing. He loves you guys. I think he really likes you guys. That's incredible. The owner of this but festival, I'm, I'm did to, I was voting for you to close on Saturday night. God, that would be so nice. It would be perfect with your wife. Oh, my mic God. Mic stands, the lights and everything. Oh, God. With oh, the sunset. Oh, oh, Singing the sunset. Oh, God, that oh come so, on, man. I, 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 could get, I could get a couple hundred people in there singing <laughs> oh, a motel. Oh, God. Oh, God. Recruit. Oh, God, that would right be so the, fun. The, the, that's beautiful. Oh, man. man. We played our first, finally, our first gig on the beach. Um, a, I think it was a couple weeks ago. It was for some charity uh-huh. uh, in Santa Monica, and it was great. Oh, wow. We're playing, and we're, like, looking out. We're like, oh, my God, this is kind of what we dreamed of, you know, right, playing right, right. on the ocean, you know, playing on the beach. This one's going to be the... Uh the good one. The, the quintessential, would you say? <laughs> Thanks for putting words. I've always like I've always liked that word. I always wanted to use it. I re- I, I don't think I've ever used it. Well, you just did. Yeah, twice. That was the first time. Twice. Twice. Three times now. <laughs> you know, I'm serious when I pull out a word like that. Well, no, yeah. 
That's Look funny. Look at that. That is so great. Oh, my God. It's quite a, it's quite a festival. Holy moly. I can't last, believe this is the first time I ever last, heard of it. Uh, Saturday last year, it was like 5,000 people there. Oh, my God. It's unbelievable. The Zepheads are really good, too. I know the lead singer. Are these, that sounds like a reggae band. Is that a reggae band? Uh, no, Zeppelin. Oh, Zeppelin, Zeppelin. Yeah, he's a screamer. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, he's good. Wow. You're, so, not, you're not with Highway Star. No. So if we're, no, 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 Rob. Yeah. Which is great. You know, it's thanks to Rob and his Highway Star connections that a lot of our Yachtly well, crew gigs came are on to something, I'm telling you. Uh, when I watch... I'm, I'm pretty good. I've seen a ton of bands. know a lot about music. My cousins all were started out freaking punk rockers. Oh, cool. Where they'd strip the whole house. But oh, nothing that... but speakers and wooden floors. Wow. Just wow. punk rock out. <clears throat> but you guys are on to something. Thank you. I'm thank you. You. you really are. I, I think you're going to go a long way with it. Well, I think, you know, I've realized is that, like, uh, I've underestimated the power of love songs. I think I've, this whole time I've underestimated the power of it, and since being in this band, I'm like I'm just seeing it, it really melts the soul. It really, it's like oh, you know, and then it brings people back to a they're reminiscing back to the good old days. Oh and, yeah, man, I was like blown away. I was. But thank you so much. The last time I saw you guys at Bombay's, there was this big, big dude. He was probably like 32. You know, he's big. You know, he's kind of a macho dude. You know what I mean? You see him standing with his beer. He's up there all by himself, singing oh, his heart out, swaying oh, in the oh, thing. Oh, I love it! And, oh. and you're like, how oh, no, the you even know these songs? Oh my god! You know what I mean? And he's up there singing his little heart out. <laughs> oh my god! I love it. You had to laugh. And I it's mean, so fun too, because like it, it the the um the generations are bridged. I've noticed at these shows, you'll see all ages showing that, up, and, and they know the words to the songs too which is amazing which is great yeah because you know great. at this point these these songs well I mean I guess you know there are those are, radio stations how old are you uh, 44 yeah I'm 60 so I think a lot of times now mostly we'll hear it you know in the mall in the grocery stores maybe in the elevators obviously there are the you know now Yacht Rock Radio is yeah, getting but big know the, you know they know the lyrics and oh yeah know the song and oh yeah it's amazing Good. They're great songs. I mean, how do you? It's a trip. And it's it's interesting too because, you know, a lot, a lot of these songs are were like that that I don't want to say one hit wonder, but that that one specific Some song were, sometimes. But, and yeah, but look at how much music that we grew up with. Oh yeah, they yeah. All the and times quality, such first, quality. The first time we heard that song. Yeah. Oh you know yeah. What I mean. Oh yeah. And there's so many other songs like for the one hit wonders. They didn't have a chance. And what's so fun well, they is they come like, out with a great song, but yeah, well, and that's the thing too. It's like how many of these bands are still out there playing? That's one of the things. Number two, how often do these people ever get to hear these these particular songs sung live? Right, right, you right. know, and so it's like you you, you you combine all that together like a Frankenstein monster, and holy moly, you know, it's just it right. explodes the brains. It does. Well, when I watched that big guy at Bombay swinging, he didn't have a care in the world, oh, singing man. with his beer all by himself. Oh, man. He was just... <laughs> and he got up front, too. You know how the tough oh, yeah. guys stand in the back. Yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, I'm cool. Whatever. No, he's right up front. Oh, man. That's so exciting. <laughs> it's so cool to hear. Because a lot of times I'm up on stage, I, I can hardly see what's going on in the audience. And so those rare times, like, hey, I'll definitely... You know, like on those days where we play in the, in the in the daytime, then it's like, oh, cool! I can see the audience. You know, 
Sometimes I can see you guys doing a lot of corporate gigs. Yeah, yeah, Down we're in starting San to... Diego. The ones where they God, that would be great. The oh, twenty-five thousand dollars. Oh wow, that would be crazy. I, guys, I, I wish you get that's a. Oh, I would love that. I don't know. I, San Diego's close enough. Oh man, we played uh, Del Coronado once. Oh, you did. It was my first time ever being there, and oh my god, I fell in love with the place. That's I a just cool felt place. like it was a total time machine. Well, you guys would oh. fit in in corporate gigs in San Diego. Like that. Man, that would be and so you know fun. How many corporate gigs they have down there. Unbelievable. So I guess the and key now is, that the economy's starting to go again and things are starting to loosen up and all these companies oh, that saved God, billions be... of dollars, oh. they got to do something. They can't count it anymore. They can't, they can't count it anymore. We got to start spending. Oh yeah, yeah. They haven't spent in ten years. So wouldn't it be nice if the people who have a whole bunch of money that like just let's say if they're okay, they're like okay, I need to get rid of X amount of dollars for tax purposes. Right. That'd be so nice if there was just a website like that and these people going, okay, here are my interests. These are the kind of projects I would like to fund. Well, holy moly, wouldn't that be nice? Like, geez, that would be great. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It'd be easy to find these people. I know, but <laughs> managing money's not an easy thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know that as a band. <laughs> the poor person that does the accounting. Yeah, oh, man. They take a beating. Rob and, and Chaz are so good with that. Misty is just, yeah, oh, my it's, God. It's They're all like anything, Any type of endeavor takes good accounting. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Well, I'm going to go get me another beer. Hey, What's your name again? Joe. Joe, it was a pleasure to meet you. Yeah, Thanks you for too, talking, man. man. No problem. Thanks for talking. Yeah, so that was one of the main things I want to say was that I just find it astonishing that people can so easily trust the world uh, to not mess with them or to not pour hot wax in their ears or not steal things from them. And I just think it's so incredibly fascinating. Fascinating. When people fall asleep on benches out in public. Public. And they fall asleep there and they kick their shoes off. Off. And no one goes up and steals anything from them. Them, them, them. And they're hanging out there. They're just in dreamland having a good old time. Good old time in dreamland. Out there in the open, people walking by in strollers. Uh, open strollers, people walking in them. And some folks riding bicycles. Bicycles riding on the strollers. Oh, and look over there. Someone's riding on their rollerblades. Rollerblades in the air with tricycles. Good God. There's some clouds up there, but that person's sleeping. They can't see them. Not behind the cumulonimbus because they're naked. And then before you know it, someone comes up and goes, Sir, your package has arrived. Uh, nice package, sir. And then they tap on the woman's shoulder. They say, guess what? We got your groceries. I'm tapped out in the grocery store, aisle 32. Check it out. Frozen vegetables, peas and onions and trees. <laughs> oh, my God. Check one two, hey. Check one two. Check one two, hey. Check one two. What's his name? Jed. Check one two. Check 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 one two. Hey Jed. That's pretty good, Chris. Hey, I Jed. think. Check check one two. 
Yeah, we'll, we'll start there, we're good. truck driving in the first place? Uh, my coworker Francisco around the corner. He actually held his truck for Anderson, like uh, 45000 a year, great benefits. He takes as much of care to it every single year. So, I mean, he was making that much money. When I found out uh, what you need to get into that job, I realized that uh, trash trucks are not the only thing you can do. So, yeah. But, um, so you're going to be moving cargo across the country. Oh, yeah, and uh, flatbed in particular. So that means I'll be um, strapping down everything, chaining it down. What the heck, dude? That's amazing. So you oh, yeah. learn how to drive one of those, like, 18-wheeler. Oh, yeah. Uh, now, how many gears are in there? Um, anywhere from, like, uh, 8 gears to, like, 18. So I've only done uh, 10 gears so far. But the new industry standard is automatics. I kind of hate them. I want I want my 10-speed back. But um, with a flatbed, though... Do you want to switch the gears? Oh, yeah. Because you have more control over the thing, and automatic it just does whatever it wants. So let's say if you go 40 miles an hour, how many gears do you have to go through before you hit 40 miles an hour? Um, if you do a 40 miles an hour in a 10-speed, you're going to be in a ninth gear. And then you're ninth gear. But, you, but if you have a trailer's empty, you take it off in fourth gear. So like Interesting. Take, so yeah, like, and they know about the splitter too, right? No. So like, um, there's like a little knob on the shifter, or like a little switch. So you like, have like a, there's like two transmissions on top of each other. So you have like, uh, gears one through five, like reverse, one through five, six through ten. So like, you take off like a fourth gear, like a, you take off a fourth gear, go to fifth gear, split her up, six gear, seven, and then all the way to ten. But, um, whoa, yeah. Did you ever read the novel On the Road by Jack Kerouac? Oh, no, this, this is that guy. It's all about him, like, way back in the day, it's about him hitchhiking and going across the country. Oh, right. And after reading that book, I go, you know, maybe I want to be a truck driver. He wasn't a truck driver, but he was just somebody who hitchhiked across the country. And just, over here. and just being able to see the whole, like, just going across the country was yeah. such an interesting idea to me, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. So you're going to be driving, is that part of the, um, uh, what, what brings you to it is that idea of, like, seeing the... Just across the country. They'll see it at 60 miles an hour, but you'll see it. So it's kind of cool. For my first few weeks of driving, um, I don't get bored very easily because I'm seeing stuff I've never seen before. Yeah. So then once I finally do get bored, I just start downloading music, audiobooks, podcasts, and uh, just uh, pull through it. So you listen to podcasts? Uh, not yet, but I definitely will inevitably. Well, if you do, check out Inspirado Projecto. It's called Inspirado Projecto. You're actually on Inspirado Projecto right now. This is my podcast. So I want Because I've never talked to someone who's driven 18-wheelers uh, before. So this is a fascinating thing. I like the one I share with people. Not bad. But um, oh, no, you can write it down for me too. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like look, literally. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, ready? Friday's gig. That's Friday. That's Is that Spanish or something? Hey everybody, come on out and see SoCal's best um, rock band. Well, it's kind of a play on exactly words of just cold, taking your inspiration and projecting it out there. Oh, right. So I always love that idea of it's like the play on words. I've always liked play on words, you know, just um so inspirato projecto. Hey. That's all I got. 
Yeah, that's Pod cast. Definitely say hi to Francisco if you want to, because he has like doubles and triples, has been all that good stuff. Oh, that's great. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's cool. Okay. Other stuff as well. Oh, wow, man. Let me get your name. I'm Austin, by the oh, way. Oh, I'm Stony Shores. Pleasure Stony to meet you. Stony Shores and the other crew. Good to meet you. Yeah, dude, that's so great, man. And speaking of the podcast, though, I didn't want to let you guys know that um, in the next uh, couple months or so, I'm going to be starting a YouTube channel called SideQuest Studios. And, uh, Side Quest Studios. Oh, exactly. So, have you ever seen the movie called Hardcore Henry? Filmed in the first person entirely. Yeah, I've not seen it yet, but the trailer looks good, and now you're re-reminding me that I must see this movie. And at this time, with this date, I'm pretty sure you can still watch it on YouTube for free. They probably put it up for experimental. Hardcore Henry. Purposes. Hardcore Henry. It's on YouTube. Last time I checked, a couple weeks ago. That's how I watched it. Whoa. And then like. Yeah. Is that inspiring you to make your YouTube channel? Uh, somewhat, because what I want to do is uh, get the Sony Action Cam that has a uh, better stabilization. So I'll put that on the side of my head because it's more streamlined and flushed with it. So I'll be doing that while I'm driving, secure my loads. And also uh, do another project like, uh, I have like a habit of baking an uh, ice cream case with alcohol in it. Actually, last time I made one. Oh my god, yeah. It's great, dude. We gotta bust out of here. We gotta get up to the to the to the stage. Oh yeah, it was so great meeting you. Good to meet you, Sunny Shores. Oh like yeah, I, like Dude. I said, SideQuest Central sometime 2018. Hopefully to be around. SideQuest Central. I will look for it. Yeah. Thank you. Studios. Side Quest Studios. Haven't decided yet. Dude. Oh okay. Uh, I went. Oh my God! You know, it looks just like his shirt. Yeah. And then I ordered it, and the guy sent it to me from New York. And when it arrived, it freaked me out because it smelled like Andy because he didn't wear cologne. He wore like a tree oil or a, like a patchouli oil, but not really a patchouli oil. Oh, like interesting. Oil. Tea tree, maybe tea tree he oil. Did, like grass oil. Okay. Oh, he interesting. Did, he didn't so he didn't wear, wear like, uh, uh, because did he wear deodorant <clears throat> or no? No. So he didn't wear deodorant, but he wore the, the oil? He wore like a, yeah, an oil because he didn't like, I guess, colognes and they were cheaper, you know. Interesting. Whatever, and he wore the, the oils because so it was Andy a wore natural, the oils. it was a natural whatever type deal, scent. That's great. Because back then, everybody was wearing like vanilla oil, musk oil, oh. whatever oils, the little whatever Thing. Oh my god. But anyway, so the shirt showed up. I still, like I said, if you want to smell it, I'll let you take it with. <laughs> but when I took it out of the box, I went, that, that smells like fucking Andy. Oh my god. <laughs> How then, crazy is that? The fact that that could actually, I believe that shirt you got yeah, has got to have been. It's armpit, so it's just all sweated out, messed up. You know, that's actually phenomenal, the fact that he didn't wash it. That's phenomenal. <laughs> So but he's got, he oh my god, that'd be awesome to like, DNA test that. Yeah, he yeah. He had like two or three of them that he would wear or whatever, but it wasn't a mass-produced shirt. It wasn't like something you could buy. Oh, so he kind of made it himself, so to speak. Well, he had them made for himself. Oh. But, and then, you know, he wore them whenever he did his interviews and stuff like that, and he'd wrestle, take it off, and then he just had his long john, you know, yeah. the shirts and yeah, the shirts. Yeah, his long johns and his, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, the shirt would come off or whatever, but... It wasn't a mass-produced shirt. It wasn't for sale, like your T-shirts. You know, it wasn't. So he just made a few so that, of them. That's why you knew it. So that's, that's why I yep. think it could be one of his shirts. Probably. And, but, and because it came from New York, and the guy I bought it from, he has a bunch of vintage old shirts from wrestlers, baseball players, um, okay. just boxers, stuff like that, that he got in different things, and he just sells them. You know, like collector's items. You know, as far the as fact baseballs that, So I would stuff. love to know the history as to like actually how he got there. 
And how long he held on to it for? I was wondering how I asked him. Yeah, like how did he get that? And then how long? Oh, you did. Yeah, I go. By the way, I go. Where did you get this shirt from? He goes, I don't know. What? How did you say I don't know? How do you? How do you just get away with this? Stack of other shirts. Really? So he must have been searching through whatever, like thrift stores or something. Yeah, he bought it. The fact that you bought it in a lot. Like he had it in a lot. Like he bought it with a bunch of other like baseball player shirts and like I said, wrestling shirts. Like he had some old vintage WWF shirts that were. The fact that you found it and the fact that you own it. Oh my God! It's like it's nuts. Just think, anybody out there in the world, anybody, any Brazilian people could have looked at this and decided I'm going to get this but no it was you yeah. out of anybody in the world it, it was, was you it was and, and it, absolutely and it was just before the anniversary of this passing what the heck what what you wait on May 16th you passed on May 16th so I got it in like April 25th and then, and then you, and then it arrived in the mail on May 16th. Well, no, it arrived like April 28th or 29th. It came pretty quickly, but like I said, when I took it out of the box, I was like, Oh my God, I think this is actually Andy. Oh my God. Oh my God, this is yeah. incredible. So, but I haven't washed it or anything. But I have washed. Yeah, do not wash that. Yeah, no, How cool would that be if you actually took that in for DNA testing? I and I what would I take that? Yeah, I wonder if I have his DNA. Well, you need one other thing that he touched, that you knew for sure that he touched, that uh, that was not, you know, that might still have it. Oh my God! If you take that, oh my God! And I and because I got the thing from Lynn, the contract, the original contract, I wrestled So if you take those two items plus that shirt into a, a DNA testing place because my buddy he's he's working on a documentary right now and he's trying to he did some DNA tests now his his thing came up un, uh, uh, inconclusive uh-huh. however but she's got a certificate you might have a much better chance at, at, at getting this thing because I mean uh-huh. DNA it doesn't change it, it's what it is yeah throughout all the time. I mean, people who have been stuck in jail for 40, 50 years, all of a sudden there's a DNA thing and they're like, I'm free, you know? And they're like, it wasn't me, I told you 50 years ago. Yeah, here's DNA is amazing. <laughs> yeah, Valley, yeah. a guy just got out of jail after being there 40 years. You see, we had to pay him what? So there are consequences for sticking someone in there un unguilty. That makes me so happy to know. Rather than like, okay, you're gone now, you're not guilty. Thanks for serving forty years with us. You know, thank God they give them something. Yeah. There's gotta be some kind of retribution for something like that. I don't like that person, so I'm going to say they abused me. Yeah. They're a criminal. And then you get arrested, you're like, wait a minute, I can't. And now it's your responsibility to disprove the accusation. That's what's crazy. Someone can invent something, and now it's up to right. you to right. disprove it's some your, crazy thing. It's your responsibility to disprove. Yeah. Instead of their responsibility it's to really, prove It's really, really bizarre, you know, because it's a criminal, right? She filed a criminal. Right. And so you're supposed to, you know, be presumed innocent until you're found. I was just going to say, right? Yeah, if that's supposed to be the thing, right? So you're just innocent. Until, yeah, it, that's actually the, that's the funny yeah. thing. It's really like, okay, yeah. you're guilty, and then you've got to show us that you're actually innocent, which is very, just a terrible yeah, thing. Very weird. And all that, you know, 
They all know weird. how to work the system <laughs> now. You know, they all I mean it's like you see like the kids you see blowing everybody away on camera. Not guilty. And now they're in the courthouse for like 10 years with a not guilty plea. Uh -huh. And all these people are giving up their day's pay, their, you know, money Oh, God, and stuff you're like getting that. 15 bucks for a day of this freaking jury idiocy? A jury duty. day of torture? Stuck in <laughs> what a weird. It's like, you want to be out of there. I saw your stuff about getting out of jury duty, which is really. And now one. she's the one that needs a jury. <laughs> oh, my God, that's nuts. Ironic, huh? No, they'll find something. They always do. Yeah, time. that's true. Well, my lawyer's good, so hopefully I, I should do okay tomorrow because I, I should have won. I mean, I already won the case, but now i got to win it again to make it legitimate, apparently. It's crazy. It. Yeah. it is crazy that, you know, after they... claims if you, if you file a lawsuit and, you, you know, lose, you win you get a as second a plaintiff, bite at the, apple. the defendant only has the right to appeal. To the uh, the regular court system, the civil court system. She's and a so, lawyer, also. Yeah. Oh, so you know all yeah. this stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. Anyway, we seriously so she, need to make but, a. You know the problem is they get a whole new trial, so all the evidence she put forth. She has to do it all over again. Oh, Sweet, are right you going to be there? Yeah, tomorrow. You're, you're going to be there? Uh, yeah, probably. With your, with your, because I mean, you have so much info. Yeah. You got so much knowledge about this stuff. Nine a.m. Nine a.m. Wait, hold on a second. Would that be a conflict of interest if you're already friends and you became her lawyer or no? Well, she's got a lawyer. Oh, you got a lawyer. But would that, let's say, two friends, if one of them is a lawyer, I mean, is that like, is that a possible thing? It's not conflict of interest, but people might accuse you of it, and if it seems like there's some inability to be neutral, then it's possible to judge. There's really no statute that says you can't, you know, be a friend and be the lawyer too. It's crazy. My lawyer is the one who sued the Sydney Valley Police Department, the district attorney's district attorney of one. When I went to jail for like seven months for embarrassing my ex-boyfriend on the internet. And they arrested me because they said that it was deemed extortion. Because I said, if you don't tell the truth, I will. <laughs> How ridiculous that oh, this I stuff know. is even possible. So, that whole system that. is ridiculous. It's smoke. It, you know what it is? It's magic tricks. I, I like your idea yes, with the expert here. witnesses behind Oh my God, class. yeah. I like it. People who can, can read body language. People who know yeah. that stuff. Yeah, and that's right. People who can get a vibe and go, oh my God, I see what you did. Yeah, right. Yes, I think that's the way of doing it. Yeah, I like that. I like For the longest time, I've had this dream of, like, uh, you know, making a utopian kind of village. You know, you always hear about those villages where, like, Okay, this village in very far north California is sold for, you know, we're selling it for a million bucks. And it might only have like five buildings, maybe post office. And I'm like, okay, my future millionaire self is buying that town, populating it with good people. And if there's some sort of court system, it's that kind of court you system. You get to make your court system, that's right. Other than, yeah. I mean, there's the basics, but you can change it. Oh, I can. Local, I'm allowed to change local it. local rules for the court system. I love the sound of that, because yeah, I'm going to fill it with clairvoyance. I'm going to uh, put people who know L NLP, yeah. the, the human behavior people who I can tell. I I really do, because I can't think of anything that says you can't do that. And, and the like polygraph test, like... Yeah. A jury of your peers. Well, there's a jury of your peers, but, but the problem is there's you've got a judge, and you don't know if the evidence doesn't come out of the way you hope you know something happens we have a bad witness or something then everybody misinterprets even though you're innocent and it's 
so you don't know. You know, it's a crapshoot. That's a yeah, problem. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. And, and I said I get all my paperwork done. It's, it's pretty well ready for the yeah, morning. Yeah, like you're ready. Bye, guys. It's pretty much ready. Bye. I got to run. It was me. You, you got to ride, right? Ride home? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Thanks. Dude, thanks for the ride up here, man. Nice that was to so meet you. fun. Give me a hug too. Nice to meet you. Moving on, bitches. What do we set up for faster? The Dave uh, facing Dave walking to the door, or what's that light? Why is that light green? Oh, it went blue. Who's Jeanine? Can we turn that light off? Because there was a weird color shift in here, and I couldn't figure it out. And that's what it was. All right. Whatever that is. What What happened to Sky? I have no idea. Do you want to go again? No, I thought it was something. It was like the shadows were like green. Yeah. What the fuck was that? It's changing. Fuck your mother. I don't know what happened. I wasn't here. I didn't even notice anything. It all looks like, you know, okay. nice and warm and pure as screw. I felt really green. Alright, we'll do it one more time. Just make it, it I feel really green. No, but he was pointing out to you that green. But the green, that, that there was a light in there changing colors. Go to the right. It was red, it was green, it was blue. But there's no other. There's, it is still a green cast. For those of you just tuning in. For those of you tuning in, we are just now. We are. Uh, we just got. I just got back from the. Yeah, the crew show. And now I'm here. We're shooting uh, black pumpkin stuff. Give you a chance to go doing pickup shots. What? Oh, we just need knocks at the door. We need a shot so we can, when we do the knock, we have something to cut to, or we're not taking the door. Around my podcast. Mm-hmm. What, what would you like to say about Jeannie? So which Around my podcast. Right now? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. That's how long we've been doing, Jeannie. It's a long, long conversation. <laughs> <laughs> so, that was uh, Jeannie. Happening here. I'm muffin with extra butter. Is that what you said? You're like, I see you like a lot of the front. Yeah. You just like go off and just mother. Oh my god. Fat man with Tourette's, bro. Fat man with Tourette's. These are the kinds of things that go on behind the scenes. At uh, when you're making a movie, you're making it in a film. This is the kind of stuff you hear. Um, I think we're gonna tie it up. But that is the end of the podcast. Today's podcast. Thank you so much for being with us as we went to uh, the Ali Crew show, now Black Pumpkin. I'll be here until the night. So take care. Keep the Inspirato flowing. And also remember to subscribe on iTunes if you got it. You don't have to, but you can. 
Take care.